handoff to Jonathan oh. Taylor. Hughes hole. He's at the 30. He's going to go. 10, 5, touchdown. Jonathan Taylor made a man miss the line of scrimmage and then runs it into Pater. And a one-handed INT. Are you kidding me? Kenny Moore. What a play by Naheem Hines. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. We got another video on Carson Wentz for you guys, if you haven't already seen by the title. And today we have on another special guest, Mr. Colts Talk himself. Everybody's been talking about Carson Wentz. You've had some things to say on your channel. By the way, if you guys haven't already, be sure to go check this man out, Colts Talk on YouTube. He's already at over 1,300 subs. Let's get him to 1,500 by the end of the by the end of the night. How about that? So let's see, guys. We got to talk here. So a little bit more about Carson Wentz. And the big question is now: How much does Carson Wentz help the Indianapolis Colts get further into what they uh, were this past year in 2020? Does Carson Wentz make them Super Bowl contenders? Mr. Coldstock, what's your opinion on this, man? Does Carson Wentz make them any more legit than what they were just a few months ago? In my opinion, I say yes. Um, due to him being younger and actually having a possibility of being a dual threat, I think it opens the offense up a way, way more than it did with Phillip Rivers. When you have Phillip Rivers, you know he was pocket presence and he couldn't get out of the pocket even if the pocket was collapsing. You have a guy like Carson Wentz who's shown you play action ability and is mobile. Uh, it's going to be very scary for uh, defense to try to figure out what he's going to do next. So I feel like that opens up the game for the offense, for the air, for the passing game, and definitely the run game. You got a guy like Jonathan Taylor, uh, Naheem Himes coming back. So we're going to try to keep the defenses on their toes next year. And I feel like having Carson Wentz that can be a gunslinger if needed can definitely help that. So, yeah, Super Bowl contenders for sure. Yeah, I mean, we know that the – Eagles in 2017 loved to run the RPO offense, even with Nick Foles. That's what they often did a lot of, because even then, Nick Foles was kind of a mobile quarterback. You can use him in a lot of different ways. I think that even last year with Phillip Rivers, they were still running RPOs with Frank Reich. And I think now people have to respect Carson Wentz's ability to actually roll out. So I totally expect to see that. And my argument with uh, this is that does Carson Wentz make them Super Bowl contenders? See, I have an issue with actually saying that because I felt the Indianapolis Colts were Super Bowl contenders already before Carson Wentz even came in. Because um, Emmanuel Echo came out the other day and said and brought up some really good points. What do you need to be a really good? Team, what do you need to be a Super Bowl contender? Well, you have to have a top 10 defense. Most of the time, if you want to get very far, you have to have a good defense to maintain ball control. And oh, wait, guess what? The Indianapolis Colts have a top 10 defense right now. Some pieces in the secondary that need to be worked out and on the defensive line, but I'm sure Ballard's going to fix that up. And then what do you have to have? You also have to have a good run game. The Indianapolis Colts in the last six weeks of the season second best running back in the NFL and Jonathan Taylor only behind Derrick Henry. So you have that. You have a, a plethora of young weapons that are going to be healthy this next year for Carson Wentz to try to utilize. I think Paris Campbell, if he stays healthy this year, 
and God forbid he has to have another injury. I mean, it, it's been very unfortunate last season with that destroyed uh, knee. If he were to stay healthy, he might actually be the D-Jack, the new D-Jax for Carson Wentz. Just that guy can just throw it up and just let the speed take care of the rest. I love what I can see from him. I mean, ultimately, it's how how effective is Carson Wentz going to be through the rest of this, right? I mean, people have been – and first of all, let me get your reaction to, like, the leadership thing. Because I've heard a lot of people say, you know, he's been a cancer to the locker room or he doesn't really like competition. There's questions about his leadership and things like that, some of the reasons why they say he got chased out of Philadelphia. I mean – do you buy into that? Do you really think that that's on Wentz or do you think that's been more of just the media telling that story? Yeah, I don't buy into it at all because, you know, the media, they're going to spin any type of story they want, you know. So I don't really buy into this conversation at all. And if anyone actually knows, we know that the real problem in Philadelphia was the friction between him and Doug Peterson. So it had nothing to do with locker room, leadership, anything at all, because we know back in the day when he was healthy and he was getting the ball out there, they didn't bring any of that up earlier. So I don't think it has anything to do with that. And him coming to Indianapolis with his former offensive coordinator, Frank Wright, that he loves dearly, I feel like that's going to be just fine because we have leaders already. And bringing him in, a former leader of a team that in the Philadelphia Eagles, I feel like he'll be okay. So, you know, it's time for a new environment and a new atmosphere, and all of that will bring, you know, positive energy towards Carson Wentz. So I have, I don't believe the media at all. Yeah, I, I agree. We have some young leaders on both sides of the ball that I think, you know, provide that kind of help to where Carson Wentz doesn't need to be the bona fide speak up leader. He doesn't need to be that. He just needs to go out and play. And you're right. The connection that he has with Frank Reich, Frank Reich knows his tendencies, knows how he likes to play. We can return him to somewhat of a form that we saw in what was it 2018 2019 even I mean we see that and then you know that's enough for Carson Wentz to really get going but ultimately you know how how what's the biggest weapon you think that Carson Wentz is going to use to help this offense get going because you know we we talked a little bit about the tight ends and the wide receivers because we know the run game's good we know the offensive line's good that's fine but you know, there's still a few question marks at receiver. You know, Michael Pittman's going to be that guy coming up. But, you know, there's been talks about the Colts in free agency getting a true number one wide receiver. That guy who they know at any time can go out and get you some points or, you know, maybe getting a tight end in the draft. I've heard a lot of people say if Kyle Pitts were to happen to fall somehow to 21, then Ballard should just get him because, you know, he's one of the greatest tight ends that we've seen come out of the draft in a while. I mean, who do you, what do you think needs to happen there? Because I'm not satisfied with the the list we have for him right now, but I think that we add one more true guy at one of those spots. I think it really opens things up. What do you say about that? Yeah, I agree with you. We definitely got to add another wide receiver to that core already, and it has to be a veteran. I feel like we need another veteran on offense. You know, because veteran presence does a lot for these young locker rooms. And I feel like a veteran wide receiver, maybe not too old, but can still get out there and can be the number one that's not Michael Pittman Jr. I think that'll help a lot. Uh, the tight end core, I feel like that'll probably be his main goal is to hit those tight ends because most tight ends don't get really guarded easily in the AFC South. So I feel like that'll be 
one of the biggest targets for him next year is the tight end core. I absolutely agree. That was what he used to do in 2017, 2018 when that offense was moving so well. So for Carson Wentz to help make this team what we think it can be, what's the number one thing he has to do to make that offense transition? And what's the one thing he can't do in order to keep it going? Well, the one thing he has to do is put the ball in the air. Uh, that was kind of an issue last year. We would play, We played very conservative, very conservative. And then at the end of the game, when we had to, it was too late. So I feel like if he gets the ball out there to those targets or try to risk it, like Tom Brady S, you know, Tom Brady risks it every now and then, but just not too much. So mm-hmm. if he gets the ball in the air under him, I feel like he'll be good. One thing he has to not do next year is hold on to the ball too long because he has an issue of that. He has an issue of, you know, holding the ball for longer than normal. And we've seen enough of that with Jacoby Brissett when he was in the pocket. So I hope that he fixes that adjustment of holding the football too long. But I feel like he'll be okay. Yeah, I agree with you on the, you know, just trying to let the ball go. You know, he needs to feel confident in his arm, be able to do what he has to do, and has to have those confidence in the wide receivers. And I think we've seen, you know, Zach Pascal be able to go up and get a football. He's not afraid to do that. Michael Pittman at 6'4". I hope they start utilizing him in that way. I mean, there's nobody that can guard somebody that tall. And then I think the other thing you mentioned, holding on to the football too long, I agree with you there. But I'll also go the other side and say uh, the interceptions late in games, the costly interceptions. Wentz doesn't throw a ton of them. It's not like he's a turnover machine when it comes to that but a lot of the interceptions he threw especially last year just leave you thinking like what are you doing like why why did you throw that why it didn't make any sense right and you know a lot of people said that about rivers in 2019 and then look at where what happened in 2020 finally got an offensive line got some guys he can throw it to he felt comfortable and he didn't throw many interceptions after that so i think you know it comes with the territory I think Carson's going to get very comfortable behind that offensive line, and he might still take a a few amount of sacks, and a couple of them will probably be on him, but I think he's going to get just a lot more accurate knowing he's going to have time to throw the football behind that offensive line. Absolutely. I agree 100%. That offensive line is going to do him justice, man. He's going to do really good, and hopefully, you know, hopefully he figures this thing out. Hopefully the run game meshes well with the pass game, and, you know, we do pretty good next year. Yeah, and a lot of people had questions about Carson Wentz and being able to throw the underneath routes because that's that's become uh what how should I say it has become basically the new trend in passing nowadays. It's not about throwing fifty yard bombs as much anymore. It's about being able to dissect everything within five yards of the line of scrimmage. And you know, people said he had issues with that last year, but then again, he had issues with everything last year. So. I mean, I don't know really whether or not to take that, but considering how much the Colts love to do the drag routes, the under routes, the crosses across the middle of the field, I mean, do you think Wentz will be able to learn to do that more often this year? Oh, yeah, for sure. I definitely think if the offense is open enough and you see targets and, you know, he actually, you know, the, the main thing is he has to be comfortable in the pocket. You know, he's coming from a team in the Philadelphia Eagles that didn't have any receivers or offensive line, so he basically was running for his life. I think it's going to take time for him to adjust to get comfortable in the pocket and to get the ball out. And 
I think it'll I think it'll work out well with Pascal and Michael Pittman running slants across the middle of the field to each other. Which one are you going to guard, especially if defenses are running zone? So I feel like he would definitely become comfortable in that pocket and get the offense to work well. Well, I certainly hope they'll have a little bit more of a training camp this season and, you know, some preseason early on. I hope they'll just have more stuff like that because, you know, this last year, Rivers with, you know, Rivers being a vet and having been used to Frank Reich from before, it didn't take quite as long for him to figure it out. But, you know, Carson Wentz being younger, been away from Frank Reich for just almost as long now, you know, I just feel like he's he'd need a little bit more practice early on to get used to these wide receivers. So I really hope that they have something at the beginning. I hope the NFL provides us some kind of training camp and preseason combo because some guys are really going to struggle this year if they don't have that. Yeah, absolutely. If they don't get that situated, hey, I'm definitely with the Reggie Wayne training. He said, hey, send him to South Florida. He'll train with him. So I'm yep. definitely on the verge. If he needs me to pack his bags, I'll go pack for him. You know, I did that before. <laughs> yeah, we got to remember, guys, this is the man that said he would pack uh, Matt Stafford's bags to come to Indy. Unfortunately, that one got declined. But yeah, he's yeah, he got on the wrong flight, man. He got on the wrong flight. That's all, guys. He's coming back to Indy. It's okay. It's what I'm, I'm, I'm messing. I'm messing. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for tuning in. Cold Sock, thank you, man, for coming on. I really appreciate you. And uh, be sure to let us know what you think, guys. Does Carson Wentz now make the Colts Super Bowl contenders? Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And as always, go Colts. Yeah.